Hello and welcome to Bias Cast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Richard. You know, Richard, what do you Still. think? Don't you think maybe it should be Greg, Richard, and Mike? He was on the Fourth uh, of July show. Well, yeah. Hey, you know, if if you guys are gonna be punk asses, you know, I'm gonna take my ball and go home. Yeah, well, so it's now the uh, Greg and Richard <laughs> show. Is that what he's saying? Well, if it's the Greg and Richard show, it's not going to be called MiceCast. It's not going to be hosted on Mike's personal web space using Mike's personal bandwidth <laughs> and posted, posted with Mike's freaking <laughs> Okay, you done so, crying now? I'm not crying. I'm telling you facts. You don't hear tears streaming down my face, I'm jackass. Where I'm scared by the facts, man. Okay, or should I just call? Show. You know what? You know what? You know what, Greg? What? Your name should be Dick. <laughs> Thank you. Richard's is, not Dick. You're Dick. What is today's show? Today's show. You const- constantly act like a dick. Hey, what was that letter for? Uh, what was He's that? Maybe press- he knows all about those things. <laughs> what was that press release that we got from? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did Her Majesty the Queen refer to Greg? Uh Highly intelligent. No, rude and vile. Well, that's just the surface of it. When you get to know Greg better, you'll find out he's a lot worse. Yeah. (laughs) Mike's putting on his best Paul Barry here. What? Nothing. I'm doing what? Nothing. Let's move on. Um, I think you're you're crossing a line there, mister. (laughs) Wait. He's about ready to count backwards. uh, (laughs) What happened? And what happened to Vegas? Uh, anyway, so Wait, you were pushing my buttons second. last you, week, you, and you were I was piss- pushing yours. You were pushing my buttons last week at the gallery, and you were pissing me off. Now you're doing the same wait, to Mike. Wait, so. we never even wait, raised I, our voices in the gallery. What was I oh, doing? I've had something about the gallery when we get into that. But go on. I want to know why Greg brings up what's going on in Vegas. What happens? Can you not Vegas be, stays in Vegas? Greg? Can you not be? Can you not be trusted with Vegas anymore, Rick, uh, Greg? Did I say Vegas, or did I just say countdown. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you know we all know what that's about. We do. Not now. Yeah. Now everybody does, but nobody did before you it, said no, Vegas. What, what, yeah. What, what hey, goes guys. on there stays there. You're not supposed to guys, talk about it, hey guys. It's showtime. Can we get on with the show, you, please? You know that Richard ran home and told his wife everything every time he oh, came home. Oh, shut up, so. guys. Oh, I certainly doubt that. I certainly doubt that. Can we go on to the show? See, see how he's trying to change the subject? <laughs> I've been trying to change the subject for the last few minutes He doesn't here. know how to keep his mouth shut at home. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's go. Fine. <laughs> so the subject tonight is going to be about that uh, petty-ass <laughs> Disney dispute over some land that's not worth disputing over in Anaheim. Uh, but before we get to that, we have a few emails we want to talk about. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you know, I got to tell you one, Mike, because I don't know if he sent this to you. I, obviously, it doesn't look like, but Brian from uh, Disney World, the full report 2006, who's working on a new version, um, sent me an email, and it had a little message for you. Okay. <clears throat> Side note. Can you do me a favor every once in a while and listen to Mike? Regarding the length of the show, I use your show as my stopwatch when I'm out riding my bike. At the show's midpoint, I stop and head back. And I have to tell you, those long-ass shows are kicking my ass. You would think after MiceCast Deluxe Show, I should be a lean, mean, Lance Armstrong machine. But sadly, I think it made me closer to checking into the ICU than it did entering the Tour de France. 
I don't know. This is that's, a good workout. That's, bit. Yeah. that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I can't. But I can't imagine our talking setting any kind of pace. You know? Okay. P.S. You are free to ramble all you want in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't bike ride because he's not riding in the winter. Got it. God, well, yeah. you guys are quick. Um, that's what we're paid for here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, Jay. Did you want to read the one from Mister Banker? Let Richard read that one if that's up, because I got one I know you guys didn't get. Uh, well, let's find it right. He sent us a few. That's his question. The funnier one, I think. Which is, is a good question, actually. Oh, it's a very good question. Yeah, that's there you go. There you go, Richard. Oh, about the gallery episode? Yes. I was listening to the gallery episode the other night while in bed and fell asleep to the show. Well, my bedroom shares a wall with the kitchen, and we were running the dishwasher. Well, the dishwasher broke, and the water flooded the kitchen and into the part of the living room. I didn't hear the water because when I was hearing the water, I thought was the fountain in your podcast, but it probably was the fountain and my dishwasher. Of course, I wouldn't have fallen asleep if that fountain sound wasn't so soothing. If I was awake, I probably could have prevented it from getting into the rug. Well, my question is, how do you, you know, how <laughs> I've been trying to fall asleep when Greg talks all the time and I can't. <laughs> well, you forgot. Well, I, Don't worry. I, the I, apartment I, complex should cover it and I won't let them know it was your guys' fault. I still don't. I don't. I still don't see how you can sleep with Greg talking. Well, I, I you know, Greg my, ranting. My steam. My, my thought is, it's a good thing you didn't wet the bed listening, falling asleep listening to <laughs> the, the endless tinkle. But yeah, I got. I gotta say, uh, no more soothing nature sounds. <laughs> All right, I got an email from. A guy named Blue Somebody. Oh, uh, and he, I'm sorry, Mike. Before we, I'm with the. Uh, Gallery. You asked. We we were talking a little bit about the construction on the side of the gallery. That is for an elevator up to the gallery. Oh, I was right. I was right. Yep, you were right. It happens. It happens occasionally. The elevator will actually come up to where the uh, offices are in the that back hallway. Those two bedrooms in the back. Uh Not not in the bedrooms. Not in the master bedroom. But further back, you're going to go all the way to the back where basically the pump area is for the treehouse. And And come back through the back. The, hallway? It'll come back to the back, back hallway. By those back, by the back, back, back restrooms. Okay. Exactly. All right. So that's where the elevator's coming up. So, oh, and I was told by somebody, don't mention this to anybody. When I was talking to it with another per, another cast member, they said, too late. Don't mention this to anybody because, well, things are still in flux and we just don't know what's happening yet. So, yeah, the elevator still get finished. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Well, even if the, even if they even if they opened it up in January as a gallery, it really does need an elevator, its own elevator up there. It's that needed it for a long time. Uh, what's wrong with the service elevator? The service elevator still goes through the Club Thirty Three kitchen. Yes. Well, the kitchen tends to be very active during the That's daytime. So, so it, it, yeah. it really does. What's need what's an what's yet another opportunity for a lawsuit? Right. That's right. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Mike. Please go on. All right. Well. This came from Blue Somebody, and I know you guys didn't get it because it was sent to adultbeverages at micecast.com. <laughs> so it came just to me. It says, hey, Greg, Mike, and Rich Erd, I have a show topic for you guys. What did he call Richard? Rich, it's, it says Rich, and then the A-R-D is in parentheses because sometimes we call him Rich, sometimes we call him Richard. Okay. So I was trying to read it as Rich Erd. I thought you said Rich Turd, and I'm like, what's that about? Oh, that's funny. No. A few minutes ago, but <laughs> um, all right. So he goes. He asked for a show topic. He's, he's asked if we ever seen any fake DFs, huh? Disney freak, any fake DFs. He's got an example. 
Okay. Disney freaks and or fundamentalists. For example, I saw a guy at Epcot last time I went to Disney World, and he quizzes Sona what Epcot stands for. Guess what he said? The environmental prototypical community of today. I almost started to crack up. The guy was attempting to be like us, but actually had no clue on what he was saying. Have you seen or heard anyone like this? Anyway, love the show. Keep it the long one. So I can go to sleep hearing guys debating about Navy, Navy ships. And signed by Nick. Well, you know, that's what? funny because I used to think all annual pass holders were people like that who always had their facts wrong. Well, I, I'm questioning. That, that sounds so... That's until you became one, right? Now I are one. Now I are one. No, I, I had to do that because I quit and Richard can only sign in so many times a year. So, I, I, I question that. Was, was the guy being serious? Because that sounds so Al Gore pro... What was it? Environmental prototypical community of today. That that sounds that sounds like an almost like an Al Gore slant or Al Gore jab. I don't know which one you want to put on. It sounds like someone making fun of it because it's no longer the city of tomorrow. Yeah, it really isn't the city of tomorrow. And and it there are a lot of we were just talking about it today. What the uh, Lion King film over in the Land Pavilion is so PC. On everything, on its environmentality. So gag me with a with a spoon. Yeah. So <laughs> gag me with a spoon, or gag me with a blender. Uh, it's just uh, it's so over the top. You know, man did everything wrong. It's uh, makes yeah. Me heaven Ill. forbid. You know, man is natural. For all of you environmental people, man is natural. Man is natural to this planet. We we're part of nature here, so it's just part of what has to be. So. Well, thank you, Dr. Rich. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> Glad to be of service. Or should we say DD for Dr. Dick? Dr. Dick. Yeah. Uh, no. No. <laughs> Wait a second. There, there was a character on uh, Dr. Dick on... Oh, that was on uh, Sex and the City. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along. Is there any other uh, voice... Or uh, we don't have... Voicemails. There will be no voicemails. That's okay. You know what? I did this... I had this epiphany that I needed needed to check imaginary my ways i think the same thing happened to mine gone gone i was this for a long time i was getting like those mortgage faxes and stuff and that was keeping it open and i haven't got anything in so long as far as a voicemail it's almost all email so i think i'm going to toss that voicemail thing for a while um so back to the mice cast you know aussie john's always got a long string of great emails but he's been getting a lot of airtime, so he's just gonna have to take a back seat this time Bankers. See who else did we get one from? There's uh, uh, some uh, Mega Mass show. You three DFs are a hoot. You guys got this one right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at the one. This is more like somebody's gonna be in the park. I don't know if they want the world to know, so I won't read all the dates off. But Derek sent us an email, um, <coughs> so he will be at the parks soon to check it out and see what's going wrong. Uh, or I mean, uh, see it's going now. Richard, I like how he says it. What's yeah, going wrong? I did. Yeah. It's kind of a slip. Uh, Richard got his first email, really, that was just to and, him. And, and this this was one of the problems, Mike. I, I sent an answer, and it didn't go through. Well, he's not positive <laughs> now if it went through or not. But uh, Pluto Region 1, who Sorry. Richard and I met on the last day of the... Can you give Richard a cup of water or something? Um, not Sorry, handy right at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's just that last week. He, right he's there. always like that. Um, anyways... She says, you might remember me. You made a trip uh, with Greg hey. Tom Sawyer's on. And you saw that one, right? Did we read this one before? Yeah. Yes, we did. Okay. He answered, um, but he's not sure if it went through. So if 
if you're listening to Little Region One, Richard will endeavor to try to re-answer and send that email yes. box again. Okay, so moving right along. Uh, that's about all I got here, unless there's some old ones we haven't covered, which there probably are, since we skipped over a few the the last night, uh, the last time. Um, Message from a French listener. <laughs> that's awesome, John. That, that's gonna have to wait. That was funny. Wait, okay. you were talking about the one uh, U3DSR hoot. Yes, we got that. So if you wanted to read that, um, that's kind of a long one. Let's skip it over and let's move on to the show. All right. Lean back to the microphone now, would you? I haven't moved. That's my oh. oh, Mike, it's just a question that we're not listening to him as usual. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Seriously, the the volume got low, so oh. I'm wondering if you guys lean back. I don't believe we did, but hey, you know what the heck. So, Richard, do you want to <clears throat> you want to mention exactly what the big beef is, because and kind of put it in your terms, since you're. You're kind of a local area person. Since I, since I myself am an Anaheim resident. Uh, essentially, it's this. Um, 1994, when Disneyland was starting its expansion project, plans, not project. They, nothing has been started yet, but in their planning, they were getting a number of things uh, set up with the city on how the planning of the area is going to be, go- how, how it was going to work. And eventually, this became known as the Resort District. And Anaheim had done several master plans in the area. One was the downtown, and one's the Platinum Triangle area, which is a big housing area. Greg knows a lot more about that than I do. Um, But in the Resort District, the whole idea was that it would be for commercial purposes, whether it be a hotel, whether it be restaurants, whether it be businesses, the idea was to put a distinct buffer area between uh, commercial businesses and homes so that you don't have a business. It was twofold. One, you don't have homes encroaching and getting in, interfering with the, uh, uh, the resort area, so to speak, the hotels and everything. And at the same token, you don't have hotels and other, uh, uh, business ventures that were encroaching into where people were trying to live and have, you know, have homes and families. Okay. Come up to last year. There is, a, there is a property that currently has several mobile home parks on it. Now, part of the plan was nobody wanted to be the bad guy, so the housing that still stayed in the area remained in the area uh, with the idea that once the property sold, it can only be sold for a commercial venture. It can't be sold for more residential. The property that these mobile home parks on is getting ready to sell, and there is a developer that wants to work on it. However... The developer, and that's SunCal Companies, wants to put in a master plan uh, community in the area, condo condominium slash apartment complex area into the area. Now, my understanding at the time was that's not supposed to take place. However, Greg has better resources than I do at times when it comes to being able to find out uh, city affairs and, ma- and general plans for the city. There is a clause in there that says, if there's a master plan community with, how did they phrase it? An a, affordable component. An affordable component for the area. Then that can be built into within the boundaries of what's deemed the resort district. And that's what SunCal has been saying. That's what a lot of people are saying is that they're building an affordable component for a lot of the people that work in that area. And let's face it, uh, in your service industry, hotels, restaurants, your busers, your housekeepers, there's very few housing there's very few housing areas that can be afforded 
especially in Southern California, especially in Orange County. So that was one of the big pushes on this. So I guess that brings us up to now you have several members of the city council. Originally, the city planning commission turned them down. The city planning commission said, no, they don't want the housing development put in there. But a couple of the city council members voted not to go with the city planning commission and said it went in favor of putting the housing in this area. So I guess that's where we stand tonight. And what was it you just read, the latest uh, information we got from the city council meeting there, Mike? Uh, that the city council voted three to two to approve a stay, uh, um, to postpone a vote on the re- Disney referendum until August 21st. And this particular individual states that he thinks it's a chance for SunCal and Disney to seek a compromise that they both sides can live with. Yeah, the referendum is, <clears throat> sorry, this vote tonight could have put the initiative Disney is backing on the ballot. And Which, this is putting that off, not to put it on the ballot right away. And there are some stats out there on what this would cost. If it well, went on the normal ballot that's coming up in let, let me, a let year me go or to so. What the initiative is. In response to the city council going ahead and voting for the housing, the Walt Disney Company put in, is attempting to put an initiative on the ballot that says the city council cannot change any quote-unquote master plans with, or zoning areas without the explicit voting of the populace. In other words, the city council, who in every city, that's the, part of their job is to be able to set zoning standards within the city. Anaheim would be handicapped to where it couldn't do its job without having to go for an election for every little zoning change they want to do. So that's where the initiative is. I'm sorry, I didn't put that one in, and that's an important component. Well, <clears throat> I know that's the. there's two initiatives. There's one that's not Disney-backed, that supposedly some businesses and such are behind, and that's the one I thought actually had the uh, component that would have to put everything to a vote. I thought Disney's was simply to keep the housing out. Yeah, I think that's what the Disney component, I think that is the Disney one. And, yeah, it, it's kind of gotten so mired. And to be quite honest, there's been a lot of talk uh, on every side, even uh, third and fourth and fifth parties that aren't directly involved with SunCal, the city, or Disney, that are all putting their say-sos in it. So it's getting really muck and mired on here. But the the reality is there there is a clause that allows it, and Disney's trying to fight that clause. Disney doesn't want to necessarily have housing because I think, you, Mike, you already mentioned this, or Greg mentioned, this property li- literally is right across the street from one of the parking areas that Disney uses. Now, can you guys, one of you, describe the boundaries of the resort district? <laughs> the city has a hard enough time trying to describe that in any of their uh, you when can, they put well, the plans out. It's actually very clear. If you go to the Anaheim City website, which Anaheim.net, it's very easy to find. It's, um, you know, hard, I mean, Ball is the northern end of it. Uh, west, uh, what's the street behind the hotel? Uh, Walnut Street. Walnut Street is the west end of it. The 5 Freeway, for the most part, is the east side of it. And well, the 5 Freeway runs diagonal, northeast diagonal. to southwest. Yeah, so. right. And it pretty much stays along that line. And then it goes down to what becomes uh, Orangewood, except along Harbor Boulevard. There's this long strip along Harbor Boulevard that Ana- the Anaheim side of it, because it eventually splits off to where 
one side's Anaheim, the other side is the city of Garden Grove. But the Anaheim part of Harbor Boulevard goes all the way down to the end of the city border at Chapman along Harbor as part of the resort district. Yeah. All right. I'm at I'm I'm Anaheim.net, and where exactly is it very easy to see the okay, hold on. Let me go resort district? I looked all this up because this was a long, for about a week, me... Me and a couple other people trading emails on the um, um, the the has been forum because yeah. uh, Disney cast members. There's a guy who lives in what they call the colony, which is downtown Anaheim, um, and you know, claiming all kinds of things. Some things that Richard has said, you know, that SunCal is going to build a slum. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't say that people, people build are a using slum. those words though. They're going to build the slum, and um, what you say it was Anaheim.net. Anaheim.net. That's, that's not the way I found it last time. Oh. my my comment is it's not going to become a slum. My my concern is that you know, and I'll take a, I'll say you take a look at SunCal on their websites and all their current projects. I've I've my wife and I have even looked at some of their homes as, as possibilities of moving into some of their neighborhoods. They have some great communities that they plan and the housing the builders that they bring in are no slouches in themselves the builders are all great everything i've seen on suncal you know i came into this i was going to try to vilify suncal but everything i've seen on suncal i've liked their stuff my concern is i have i as an anaheim resident and as a person that works in that area my i have two i have as a person of no color and an uh, anaheim resident <laughs> my color is red i have you know thank you very much um, the my oh okay that's I, that's what I was looking for. There. Well, yeah, this is the general plan. It's actually Anaheim.net forward slash general plan. And well, okay, so all right, here's a map. And there's general plan land use map. General map plan, which is the whole city and how it divides down. And then there's you, I see the the pink mixed use. There's a better map that's more detailed that shows, but you the large pink in the center is kind of close to where you want to see. But there is another map that gets you closer. If you were Better. into the general plan, uh, you would find a link to the resort district one. Um, and I've read through the general plan because when people were trying to say, and Richard was one of them, this other guy on, on the um, uh, the forum, they cannot, do, I mean, emphatically, they cannot do this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 back off. Uh, amending general plans and specific plans happens all the time. The resort district is a specific plan, which is included in the general plan. And the general plan covers a lot of stuff. And then more specifically, there are there's a one called the hotel circle or the hotel plan, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the, the resort and, district. There's a lot of different ones. But what's really kind of made this even worse in my mind is – there are two other developers, one south on Harbor, one north on Harbor, one at Harbor Ball, one roughly where the old Toys R Us and White Front stores are. Down near Harbor where those were. Disney did not oppose those at first, but now that they're opposing the SunCal, they reversed, and now they're not supporting those. They're opposing them. And those developers are like, hey, what, what, what the heck's going on here? You- Which, unfortunately, those two particular areas really could use some great housing in there and garden grove 
the part down in the south section borders right up to where Garden Grove has been doing a lot of redeveloping in their housing. There's been a couple projects down well, there. Well, that and the one on Ball and Harbor is <laughs> that uh, RV World. I mean, if you, it's really kind of hard to put that in the resort district. I mean, uh, the most northern hotel in the district is what used to be the Holiday Inn at Harbor and Ball. I don't know what it's called now. It's and the Holiday Sheraton Inn. got itself and, included. And the Sheraton right behind, right. but. To go the other way now in an area that is primarily housing, to put a and, nice multi-family uh, project in there, uh, it's going to be a tower, I believe. And seems like the right thing to do. And I'll say this for those that are, are still arguing the point. Greg and my arguments on this was I was going to the resort district specific plans, which does state specifically this is all commercial. Not, there's not going to be residential use in here. This is all commercial development. However, in the well, general not, plan... Let's wait. Let's, let's get a little more specific. It's not actually even commercial. It's, um, uh, what was it called? Was it recreational? Recreational, uh, tourism... My, something like that. Types, Commer- basically, yeah. hotels, restaurants, See, and that where's, type of business. Where's that uh, booklet I put I together for you? I gave it to you. It's right here. Anyways, that was, that's in the specific plans. In the general plans, it does allow it. It has the clause. And when you take a look at the two plans... The general plan is the master. It, it will supersede anything on the specific plan. So that's where Greg and my argument comes in. I think that's where a lot of people that have been arguing that says, well, you can't do it. Well, yeah, according to the specific you were plan. You the Padawan. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. According to the specific hey, plan, that's correct. But the general plan actually has precedent. All right. Well, oh, while I'm looking for this map that, that Greg has been talking about, I'm reading the economic development element of the general plan. And it says right in here, area-specific land use strategies is to expand the Anaheim Resort to include those areas along the Harbor Boulevard corridor south of Orangewood to the southern city limit. Does that... It's, this is coming off the Disney Company, oh, so come just, off the just go I'm save sorry. our Anaheim Resort area. Yeah. Um, okay, what were you saying, Mike? I said I was looking for this map that you were talking about that gives you the more detail... Yes. And I'm and I came across this section of the general plan that cost it's the economic development element of the general plan. And right in here it says they want to expand the resort to include those areas along the Harbor Boulevard corridor south of Orangewood to the southern city limit. Yep, yep. Right. Well, doesn't doesn't that seem kind of counterintuitive to wanting to go ahead and build okay. build a slum there, that section of the parcel well, that one well, one they're not gonna build a slum and two I know. I'm. I'm saying that to be, you know, just like you, Greg, and you know, facetious. Yeah, not facetious, but just he's trying to yes. be a dick when he says I am all the time. You know, he's well, you to, are. So. But, we have lots. We have lots and lots of recorded hours of you being a dick. So don't try to deny but, it. But I, I let me back up on. Uh, let me back you, wait, up on it. Wait, wait a second. Go wait ahead. a second. <laughs> you yeah, brought this yeah. up. I'm going to finish oh, this okay. off. Something here. I brought up. Yes. Um, my concern as a resident of Anaheim has been twofold. One. If you're changing the plan, which Greg's right, the plans change. Well, it's not changing. Amending. It's not even amending. Regardless. So what is it called then? It's okay. following the general plan because the general plan does allow for it. But a lot of people have always had the assumption that that was going to be. Uh-huh. But what happens when you assume? Bite me. <laughs> no, <laughs> bite me. <laughs> but... Because of the, my concern is that it has the possibility that it could change a lot of other ideas of what might be going on in the city. But also, we've seen where you have uh, high-density housing, be it not so much condos because you have ownership there, but apartments. 
that go into a general commercial area that is a very predominant part of that neighborhood, it starts taking on a lower end look. It, it, it doesn't become, it's not a slum. I mean, it doesn't become a slum by any means, but it has potential within a few years of starting to go down that direction. And that's my concern. Okay, but you are, lo- you're making an assumption. There are no apartments planned for this area. No, they said specifically there was that they, specifically, they have condos, here, here it that says there's condos and on apartments the planned. SunCal website yeah. that it is 1,500 new, 1,500 new residences, homeowners will have a diverse array of housing choices with two covered parking spaces for each home. A wide variety of lifestyle options will be offered, including townhomes, courtyard buildings, mid-rise villages, and high-rise. Each multifamily area will be tied into a network of pedestrian-friendly, interconnected open spaces with walkways connected to green paseos and urban pocket parks. This is very, very cliche up to all the today words that we use in our business, but... Together, these amenities will provide a refreshing new urban environment for the enlivens. Uses a word and, and, and firens, I think, is the word no, you're thinking of. Like says enli- no, no, that no, that enlivens. Enlivens. Oh, it's like that. Inta- what's it? Angelinos. I can't hate that. I hate that word. I don't like Angelinos. What, what do you call Orange County people then? Orangies. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Snobs. I know what they call them. Nine oh niners. The, 909ers? Now, now he's a 951. So. Oh, he's a 951er? The IE. Yes, the IE. Yeah, All right. So now, so, back to the actual general plan. This area is called the commercial recreational. That's the area that's defined for the resort district, okay? No, that commercial recreational is a oh, is intended use. It's not what okay. they're calling it. Okay. They have, they have names for all this stuff. Yes, yes, yes. You are right. Within the resort You're district, right again, Mike. it is a commercial recreation zoning. Okay, how's that? Thank you. Okay, it says, you know, and it's <coughs> commercial recreation designation is implemented by various specific plan zones in the Anaheim Resort. We know that. Which further defines the maximum development intensities within this area. In addition, in targeted areas within the Anaheim Resort, Residential uses are allowed by conditional use permit, which, when such uses are fully integrated into a minimum 300 full-service hotel or allowed as a master plan development, when such uses are developed on designated properties subject to the affordability requirements of the Anaheim Resort residential overlay. That seems pretty to me right there. But, you know, there's so part of the other argument is, hey, the city wants to tax money off those hotel rooms, off the beds. Okay? Now, I read some things that saying if they even build a hotel, if ever one gets built there, they actually don't need those rooms for 10 to 20 years. So there's nothing slated um, yet. I mean, that's what I'm, I've read. So that is projected on – they're looking at projected – paper income that has no reality yet. Now, true, not a lot of property taxes will actually go back to Anaheim, but you have an immediate need. The, the county in general is underhoused by about 500,000 units. So this 24, 1,500 units won't wait, really... Wait, wait, where does that number come from? Five, underhoused by 500,000 uh, units. When I go to the BIA meetings and the Urban Land Institute meetings... This is a number they've been banting around for a while that 
the county is short 500,000 homes for the need that exists for homes. I was, I was going to say, okay, like, but how is that determined? I don't know how they determine it. I just go to these meetings, which are run by the so, professional so builders just, people. And, but, but that's so also, that's just some that's a bias. They, of course, the builder wants you to build more houses. But it's their job to make you think that there's not enough house in the area. But I, I, I would, I would also say that's the same question mark on where do they come in about the hotels and everything? Because right now, we, as far as I have seen. As far as I have talked to other people visiting the Anaheim area, they are staying in the hotels that are in Buena Park. They're staying in hotels down in Garden Grove, staying down. They're on the surrounding area because they can't get a hotel. With it. I myself, when my father came to visit me, I had to find a hotel down in Orange because all the hotels were booked solid 100% around yeah, all the Anaheim I, area. I read that on a website. And, I don't know. And I know uh, Anaheim... The uh, Anaheim Convention Center has been pretty booked to the point that the city of Anaheim wants to add another million square feet to the convention center, which is only going to bring that much more of a need yep. for uh, being able to uh, have hotel rooms. And Disney, in the meantime, part of the property that is sitting across the street, uh, Disney has acquired that large farm property, the last operating farm in the city of Anaheim. Kind of sad to say, but it's gone. Um Disney still has plans, supposedly, somewhere down the vault, because now we've talked about it on the show a couple times where they've kind of backed off the idea of a third part of a third gate, a third park in the Anaheim area until they can get things settled down with the second one. But Disney still has their general plans for hopefully in the future that they're going to be doing something more with that property that they've been buying out in the area, which does sit right basically right across the street from this development. But what's what's wrong with their parking lot being across from? <clears throat> now I'm going to go back to the 500,000 short because it just kind of clicked in my mind when some of these numbers come up. Uh, some of them are analysts like uh, Doctor Dotted Dodd from uh, uh, see he's from Chapman University. They come up. It's based on people moving into the area, kids growing up into the age of buying. You know they're projecting based on population growth how many houses you need that houses in resident when they're doing those figures and they're talking apartments, condos, houses, uh, multifamily. I mean, it's on an array and, of, and of part stuff. of part of it's, uh, on a commuting part, which I know you might specifically, well, part of it's all the illegal aliens moving in too. Well, so right, cover for that. But part of that's also <laughs> the, uh, the commute, the commuter situation, as you very well know, you had a job for, I know for, quite a while in Orange County, yet you were living out in Riverside County because, well, there is nothing quote-unquote affordable out in Orange County that you can deal with. Well, okay. <sighs> I mean, I'm in the same time. Okay, my, no, my example, that's a, it's, I'm not a good example because I bought my house and I was already working out here, right? Uh, I thought you were down in Irvine at that time. No, but you, we have people. No, no, I bought. I bought. I was working in Riverside when I bought this house. We have people. So I was actually. I bought a house close to my job. That job went away. Then the best job I could find at the time was in Irvine. So then I started to commute. Working for us in Orange County that have moved out there because they found nothing affordable here. We actually have a guy driving Correct. in from. I'm just. Tumbe- I'm just saying I'm a bad example. Yeah, that's all. area. Yeah. Um, we had a guy driving from San Diego for a while. Uh, I mean. Yes, people are moving out there because the houses are more affordable. Yeah, I think I heard that uh, 
foreclosures right now in the IE are up about a thousand percent. And uh, they're up everywhere. Yeah, they're, it's not just us. No, no, no. But it's, 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 it's extremely. Of, yeah. No, Orange County is not even getting close to the IE. The IE is because that's where everybody went with the you know. Oh, with the fun, funny loans going and up all that stuff. Yeah. There's also stuff being traded tit for tat about whether or not. All these economic um, surveys have been done, and if the numbers are skewed, you know, SunCal did one saying Disney's numbers were off. Of course, Disney comes back and says, "No, our numbers are right." We had another SunCal's one. numbers are skewed. But yeah, every numbers. time I look at this, I, I I go to what Rush says, and this is this is absolutely right. You can apply this to any aspect of your life. Follow the money. Who did the survey, and for what reason? Disney has as much interest to hire the guy that's going to make his numbers look right as the SunCal side to make their numbers look right. Just like politicians doing a survey, word crafting and following the money. And we were having this argument about global warming on the forums, and some guy actually had, I don't want to say the nerve, he actually says, you think scientists would skew a report just for money? What money does he need? I'm like, um, no buck, no buck Rogers. Yeah, and, I, right. and, and I'm, I'm sorry to say there is no real science left in the world today. Everybody already has a preconceived notion, and they and they skew their facts to get what should, they want to find. Should we have Mike go back like uh, Beyond Main Street does for all of their little dings? Go back and you know come up with some sound for tangent one, tangent two, tangent three. No, yeah, because it'd be ringing the whole time. Yeah, it would be. Now, one of the one of the qualms of the guy who lives in the colony was that. Some... Okay, for those of you that don't know why it's called the colony, Anaheim was the first community, the first city in what now is Orange County. It was set up as a colony outside, a wine making colony outside of the city of Los Angeles. And it's referred to as the mother colony all the time. And when you go into the downtown area, the actual part that was originally uh, built as Anaheim 150 years ago, that area is referred to as the mother colony, or as a lot of people have shortened it now, the, the colony. The calls it the colony. Well, yeah, the mother it, colony sounds like some ship dropped them off there. So. They, okay, here. Okay, I'm... Plaza, and everybody that lives there calls it the circle. So I'm reading the land use portion of the general plan. It says, bordered by the original boundaries of the city, north, south, east, and west streets, the Anaheim Colony is home to most of Anaheim's historic resources, including the original Mother Colony House and a large number of state and nationally designated historic structures. It is also home to the city's downtown and civic center. So there you go. Yeah, there, There's a reference to the Mother Colony. Mother Colony in the, was the first in the wood, play. The first first wood structure <laughs> the, built in Orange County. The UFOs still dropped everybody off to the Mother Colony. <laughs> so. so in okay. any case, the, this guy in the colony is complaining that SunCal is an outside builder. They're they're not from Anaheim, and Disney should have preference because they're they live in Anaheim, they work in Anaheim, they do business in Anaheim. I'm like, who gives a crap? They're providing housing for people in Anaheim. That is the stupidest excuse I've ever heard. Well, so I said, whoa, what? I said, uh, do you even know what the platinum triangle is? And the guy's like, well, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, something over here. Let's let's look down the list of developers in uh, the platinum triangle. There's only two, I think, that are in Orange County. There's two from out of state. Then you start getting into, like, L.A., San Francisco, San Diego. So that argument to me 
was about as valid as a fart in church. Well, well, my, I mean, that has nothing to do with it. Where this company's from? Well, I gotta admit, when I was again, when I was first starting to do the research and I was trying to vilify SunCal, I was I was looking at them as an outsider coming in. But if I remember reading their website correctly, uh, SunCal is based in Orange County, and about ninety-five percent of their developments are within the state of California. So you really can't call them an outsider. They're exactly where they're supposed to be, well, right back yeah. at the home. And then I looked up something I thought was interesting. Wow. So, and then they're also trying to say that SunCal is in the pockets of the city council. And I had to laugh, like thinking. Uh, and the other way around, right? No, no, no. They mean no they're saying SunCal is buying off the city council. And I'm kind of okay. So that means that means the city council's in SunCal's pocket, not the other way around. That's what, didn't, isn't that what I said? No, you said You're, that the SunCal's in city council's oh, pocket. Okay, sorry, little slip up. And I'm like, excuse me, you mean Disney doesn't own them? They pretty much do anything they want in the city, within reason. So I went and found this thing called the Anaheim Community Foundation, and it's a the mission of the Anaheim Community Foundation is to strengthen the Anaheim community through people, partnership, and pride. Then they list their goals, blah 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 blah. So I went to see. Let's who. Let's see who donates to this. Well, in the thousand to four thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollar <laughs> range, Disney Worldwide Services committed three thousand lousy dollars. Now you think Disney would have a little more money? Hey, guess who else is on that list for three thousand dollars? SunCal Platinum Point LLC, which is the company. That wants to build well the sub company of well it's, they, all the home builders do yeah, LLCs yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. when they do these things. Um, so I think okay they're they're donating to the community and someone will okay. say they're just trying to buy votes. Now I have to say I, I have a little I'd say soft spot in my heart for SunCal because I have done work for them in the past. I'm not a shill for them. I'm not on this particular project or I wouldn't be talking about it. Uh, I have Let's seen face facts. Stuff. I'm a resident of Anaheim, and you're a hard-ass re- uh, builder of <laughs> communities that just wants to come in. And even you might appreciate something, but you still want to build over it. See, I don't build. <laughs> I design plans so someone else can build. They come to us when they once they have the property. You're part of that whole development uh, conspiracy plot. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but I have been involved in city meetings with this company, and I'm telling you, they are very generous to the community. They go out and they meet with neighbors. They address problems of neighbors and areas they want to develop because they are a developer, not a builder. They will get all the adjustments to the lands, the entitlements, blah, blah, blah. Then they will sell the land off usually to two or three or four home builders, depending on how big it is. They might build a rec center on the property, but they don't build the homes. They just get it ready uh, for the home builders. So they're very good at what they do, and uh, so I'm somewhat offended by some of the vilification. Though some of it could be right, and, you know, they might be playing a little high-handed sometimes. But I found some interesting articles by um, this guy Stephen Greenhut in the Orange County Register, and he was talking about you know uh, wrestling the giant, the giant being Disney, and they were talking about a planning commission uh, meeting. And they were going to go in front of the, um, let's see, where were they? The Planning Commission unanimously rejected the project, but then it went to the city council. Councilman Lori Galloway embraced the project because of the affordability aspect. Again, that's that, you know, like the liberal heartstring uh, uh, tree hugger 
thing, and you mentioned affordable, everybody's all googly over it. And I'm sorry, regardless, affordable in Orange County can be considered four hundred thousand dollars. Well, I can't even that is true. That, over in the Platinum less, Triangle, much less there yeah, is a development that's considered affordable, and it's up to four hundred and fifty-five or five hundred. Yeah, and 000. I can't even afford that. I can't imagine. Is that is that on the corner of State College and Catella there? The, the triangle's huge, so it's hard to... No, but it's the, the, only, the only new development I know going on there is that those condos on the corner there, of State College. There are 13 developments going on in there right now, and they're all in various stages of uh, production. Some are open, some are not. But I can't picture a... Uh, granted, most of the housekeepers and investors in that area don't make minimum. So, they're yeah. a little bit above. These are condos. will be a lot smaller. I, I think they're that. probably going to be 200. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but anyways, then it's saying Kirk, you know, Pringle, the mayor, he's a staunch foe. Um, so they were, um, there, it's uncertain. They say how this Lucille Kring, a new council member would have voted, but she never got a chance. Thanks. And herein lies my tale of the week to a pretty brazen move by Disney attorneys. Shortly before the council vote, she heard fee-fi-fo-fum coming down the hall. The city attorney, Jack White, was earlier given a copy of a Fair Political Practices Commission ruling from the town of Truckee that said a council member could not vote on a project within three miles of his wine bar if the new project would create $20,000 or more benefit to the bar. Lucille Kring and her husband are planning to open a wine bar. Get this planning to, they don't have it open yet, to open a wine bar in a new project 520 feet from the proposed SunCal project. If it were closer than 500 feet, California statute would bar her from voting. But Disney's Los Angeles attorneys found the Truckee ruling, and White told Kring she could face criminal and civil penalties if she voted on the matter. Kring recused herself, and the 2-2 council tie meant that the planning commission rejection of SunCal would stand. That sounds a little heavy-handed by Disney, if we can believe this report by the Orange County Register. Yeah, if we can believe it. And, you know, to be honest, I don't know. To be honest, I wouldn't put it past them. But at the same time, how heavy? I mean, that's their business. is To, to be heavy-handed? When, when they're going to come in, they're not, they're not going to hold back. How many times have you yelled back when you, when you want, when you thought you were right in what you were doing on a project or something? How many times have you held back? Actually, the cities usually get to bend us over and get what they want. So, well, that's because you're a small business. No, no, I'm, no. It's because I'm, talk, I'm not no, talking just about builders. What you, cities get what they want on their sites. If they tell me I can't do this, usually I can't do it. But if so. you're in a position where you can be, would you consider reverse the say? Let's say you're Disney. Would you consider that heavy-handed, or would you consider that? Uh, I would call that a desperate last-ditch move. I wouldn't say last-ditch. I would say it's it's a shrewd. Shrewd, a shrewd political from a movement. small town like Truckee. Is, you know where, yeah. you know where Truckee like is, Truckee. don't you, Mike? Yes, I know where Truckee is. It's, it's at the top of the Donner Pass. It's still it sure within is. the state of California. I hear there's some real good flesh eating stuff over there. <laughs> yeah. Only if they, only if you're in a group with the Donners. Uh, now here's something else I found. I went to a um, another. You know, I went through a whole bunch of register stuff, and it says letter to the editor for May 13. Council vote was a breach of contract. Now, it says on April 24th, three members of the city council voted to break this contract and change the zoning from hotel use to some residential housing, totaling 1,500 homes. Now, the funny thing is, I, I guess maybe some of these council people haven't even read their general plan because I found it within five minutes that housing is allowed. 
But here's what's funny, and this is why I say you got to follow where these these um, articles and who's writing and who's backing says this translates to 77 units per acre, in quotations, per the planning staff, which is the highest density of any residential housing in Orange County. And I'm here to tell you that's crap. 77 units per acre? That's no, no. not well, enough of a Scottish brogue. you got to put a better crap. 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 Because, one, it's not 77 units to the acre. The Hungarian sounds I, like a better yeah, Scotsman than you do. I did the math. <laughs> it's not 77 units for the acre. And, two, it's not the highest density in Orange County. And, three, right over in the Platinum Triangle, they allow 100 units to the acre in one of the developments. So that's cool. wait a second. Wait, the hundred units per acre though. That's that's hotel though, isn't no, it? No, not the platinum triangle. It's not this housing. That's all condos over there. Condos and apartments. Okay, and it also goes on to say the city stands to lose four point six million per year in tax revenue if housing is allowed at the site. The money is equivalent of thirty-two police officers, which is our city, which our city desperately needs. We only get seventy percent of property taxes. Blah 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 blah. Again, I say crap. You can't lose something you don't have. That's paper income that hasn't even been realized yet. You can't lose something you don't have. It's projected income if something ever gets built there. All right. Richards will get me funny, but it's somewhat in agreement, I think. Okay. I'm still okay. waiting for a good Scot- Scottish pro. Oh, okay. I have yet to hear anything okay. here. It says, this is why the Chamber of Commerce is supporting the referendum to overturn this uh, council's misguided vote. This is not about affordable housing. The city is putting in 95-plus homes in the Platinum Triangle. 9,500. I'm sorry, did I say 95? You said 9,500. 9,500-plus homes in the Platinum Triangle, and not one is going to be affordable. Crap. That's, again, crap. It depends on, again, how you define affordable, because there's a wide scale. Okay, okay, but you, okay, you, the, both of you and I know that a house in Orange County is typically not affordable. Again, you define affordable, affordable to who? I'll give you an example. At five points in Huntington Beach, close to where I used to live in downtown Huntington Beach, and you know where I mean, Mike. Yes, yes. They built some houses. There's one two-story plan, and there's three three-story plans. It was considered affordable, and I went in to check it out. You could make up to, and this is probably 12 years ago, up to 70000 a year and were considered affordable in those units. It basically was income-qualified homes. You could not resell to somebody that did not qualify the same way you did as far as income for like up to five to ten years, something like that. There was restrictions. So you couldn't turn around and just make a boon off this. this okay, so right, right now it sounds like it's, it's a house that's got all kinds of strings attached to it. Correct. To make it affordable. Correct. And... Most of these. Okay, so so obviously it's not a, it's not being sold on an open market because if it was sold on open market, it would not be affordable. Well, yes, it is sold in the open market, but there is there is restrictions, and most likely if it's done like some other places I've seen. Yeah, well, just chill for a second. You won't even know which one's affordable and which one's not. They're all the same, but certain percentage of those homes, which is only this is the funny part, people kind of gloss over this of the fifteen hundred homes. Only about 225 would be affordable units. But for all those so bleeding hearts out there, those affordable units will still not be affordable on the average restaurant busser's we, salary. Well, 
Potentially. <laughs> is that is that who they're trying to get into a house? That's, that's, as a restaurant buster? That, that's what making that's, eight twenty five an hour or whatever that's, minimum that's, wages that's, that's what their biggest thing is is oh this is affordable housing for the people that work in this area. You know, we have all these service industry people, we have housekeepers, we have restaurant busters, we have sweepers and everything. This this is gonna be affordable housing for them. Not one of them will be able to make the first but payment. See, you don't even that. know that yet because you don't know what the affordability level is. These will be small. They're going to put fifteen hundred homes in that space. They're not going to be large. They're, they're like I say, they're, they're courtyard homes. Okay, they're high rises. Well, these are small apartment type living, but condos most likely. What's the going rate for a brand new condo in Anaheim? Two bedroom. What are you talking? Eleven hundred square feet. You know, I couldn't tell you right now. In Anaheim, okay, okay, I, yeah, oh, half a 11, million, four hundred thousand. Eleven's big, not uh, not affordable. It's not because An- Anaheim, Anaheim, a good condo that you a good quote unquote affordable condo is going to be between about seven hundred and uh, eight fifty, okay. closer to six. So, in some cases, because I've actually seen some six hundred uh, condos. So to make something affordable, they have to basically apply a rent control policy to it or it's something. Basically, it becomes subsidized. They get. Uh, density credits to to allow the higher density. You- okay, and then and then how do you qualify for the for the the subsidized home? It's all in the qualification process. I couldn't tell you seventy thousand dollars a year. And then, I, I don't know. And then, that was ten twelve years ago on a, a, a larger housing product. A way I saw it work. But what I'm trying to say is, uh, say condo A and condo B will look exactly the same. One is probably going to be affordable. And the other one will not. Now, granted, well, the other one will be open market price. Correct. Right. Now, you got to remember, though, it wouldn't. Let's say, let's take some people we know who work at the park. Let's say Toast, our favorite Toasty, and maybe his two roommates say, "Hey, we can buy one of these together. We're the we're the target income level." Okay. You know, so you you never <laughs> three dudes. Yes, you never. Okay. Hey, this happens all the time. Guys and their sisters. Two girls buy places together. Nothing to toast, but Mike, it is an entertainment company, so go figure. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm just saying. Oh, smack. Three, okay, but three guy, three, three people. Uh, okay, ten dollars an hour. If you use that as a, as a general hourly rate of pay, and you're hoping they're working forty hours a week, that's twenty thousand dollars a year. Yep, three dudes, twenty thousand dollars. You're sixty k. That doesn't even qualify for your seventy thousand dollars subsidized affordable house no, no, in Huntington does, Beach for twelve years ago. It does qualify? You had to make under seventy thousand dollars to make it. Anything oh, okay. under seventy thousand. Now, here's the thing that I would be asking for in all this, and they're not. They're not having SunCal specify yet what affordability means. Now, they may not have got that far to figure that out. They're just trying to get permission to start, you know, doing all the development plans to figure it out. And, you know, they're not getting that far. So I don't know totally what affordability would be. I can't define it because every project is different. And a lot, it could be subsidized. You know, yes, rent control type of an attitude. Yeah, all that, all those components are probably in there. We just don't know how yet. And before I would go so far as saying we won't allow this, I would like to hear SunCal say, well, what are you planning? I think that would be fair to say. A fair question. Give us some uh, okay. So clarity on it. To try to, to... Richard once right, mentioned the SOAR website, which is well, no, Save big... Our Anaheim Resort. Well, I'll make in 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 keeping with that. I'll say there's the two websites. There's the Save Our Anaheim Resort, which is pro- prominently Disney 
backed, I will say. And then on the reverse side, which is SunCal prominently backed, is the protectanaheim.com. But no, the reason I kept saying go to the source site is because it actually has, it has an aerial a map photo right with them. a map that that shows exactly where the resort district uh, boundaries are. Yeah, it's also in the gym, but yeah, it's probably a quick one. So the website is SOAR? Uh, Save Our Anaheim Resort. Just put that in your Google. Now, here's something else. Um, this, there's a thing called the Anaheim Blog. I don't know if you've been to it, Richard, but since you're in Anaheim, it's probably good to register on this and get active, especially if you're so concerned about this particular uh, stuff. And this thing says, OC Register has it wrong. And it gives some examples. And I thought this was very poignant because this goes to the point of saying, Disney, you promised us this in the past. You gave us that. And now you're bitching about this. And it says, uh, the register seems to have bought into the resort district mythology created by the myth makers at Disney and the editorial paints an inaccurate picture. For example, Disney made good on its promise to build a second theme park, California wow. Adventure, along with downtown Disney and the Grand Californian Hotel. But Disney didn't promise Anaheim City government and wait, but Disney didn't promise Anaheim City government government and affected property owners California Adventure. They promised the far more ambitious Westcott. Although I gotta say that's wrong because there was never a promise. That was an idea. That was a proposed idea. The city bought off on the expansion based on what Ron Dominguez wined and dined him for, which was Westcott. Now, go back in your time machine, and I've seen Ron Dominguez interviewed on this. When the plan was changed from Westcott to DCA, he retired. Yeah. Now, put two and two, two together. I say he's embarrassed. He he took the early out and says, you know what? I'm not being the face of this project. It sucks. It stinks. I'd agree with that. Okay. Thank you. But. But. Throw your butt in there. Westcott was okay. a proposed idea. It wasn't the only idea. I'm not saying that California Adventure was a great idea. I, I still. Fight me. Evidence. <laughs> we'll, tr- lev- we'll, we'll, we'll label this evidence number one. No, that's called. That's called. Uh, Ev- uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. I've got a Polaroid here of the. Uh, a picture that was or a uh, that plan was, that was on the wall for the uh, Westcott that, that redevelopment. Was, that was an N idea. It wasn't the only idea. <laughs> it was the now, one that was taken but, to the city. To, okay. I was, I, this like, wait a second. Wait, wait a second. That's like Sun but that's the same thing this is what we're doing. That's, what's, that's, you're exactly not trusting what's, that's exactly the same thing as that Disneyland doesn't look a thing like what um, Sam McKinn drew up and showed the people what Disneyland was going to look like. bankers, yeah. Bankers. Because that was an idea of how it works. The idea and the reality are different. I'm not saying California Adventure's great. It's not by any means. <laughs> um, when you really you consider, want to go down that road today? When, when you consider that the original quote-unquote proposed budget for West, the Westcott idea, yes. underlying idea, was $1.5 billion, and the reported amount of money spent on California Adventure was about half that much, around eight hundred oh, million dollars. I was going to say fifty bucks, but uh. no, it was a few dollars more than fifty bucks. <laughs> I think it was fifty-five. But all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest something that might be way out from left field, but we might want to try to tie this in to why the regular Disney fan would cave a crap about this. Well, you know, I want. I know. Sure. I, okay, I know. I know why Richard gives a crap on two two fronts, right? Yeah. I know why we kind of care because it's you know it's interesting at least to Greg because it's kind of playing in his his area of work, but 
the average person who might be listening to this could be like, why do me as a Disney fan care about this whole battle? Well, I was starting to answer, but you kept talking. Okay. You're partially right Go why ahead. I was interested, but I was on a couple forums today, and it, some non-residents, but Disney enthusiasts, throughout, they spewed some words without any knowledge of the situation, which drives me nuts. Though I know we don't do a lot of research sometimes, we just spew our own thoughts, but usually there's some kind of tie-in with something we've, we've known about or seen, yeah. seen it, done it. So in this case, I'm like, well, you know, I, I put on there, you know, why don't you check your facts before you just spew? Because a lot of people will run and just say, well, Disney's got to be right because I'm a Disney supporter. You know, they, they're, they're doing it right here, which is a lot of what I'm hearing from the fan community who don't understand, don't know, have never looked at a map to see where this piece of land is. But a part of what got me... Which- which haven't been able to find exactly in a nice, clear format, it's by the way. I would save our Anaheim Resort because they have that really nice. There's no, there's no clear, detailed map ah. here at Save Our Anaheim Resort. Okay, so. Go on, Greg. So, as I was saying, what also partially piqued my interest was because Richard was so adamant against this. And I, I'm kind of like, well, why? I mean, I, he's, well, General Plan says he can't do that. I'm like, I mean, you use harsh words, you're very emphatic, you know, can't. I said, well, you know, general plans are amended all the time. I've, I've been involved in stuff like this, specific plans, uh, amendments, all this, a very normal stuff. So it kind of piqued my interest because he, he gets very excited sometimes about, you know, his condo association or, you know, there was a gas station across from his house that was proposed to be a uh, turned into a car wash and, I mean, they were all in a in a froth well, not, over not, it. Not, not just not just the car, not just the gas station side, but what they were describing was they were going to take out all this mini mall with all these little mamas. See what I mean? He he got frothed over, and then when he went to the meeting, with, with he found out little, it was just the corner. With, with all these little mom and pop shops that, well, I like a couple of the people that own those places. I go to them all the time, and I didn't want to see all that. Yeah, and it ends up this this little boutique car wash that is about the size of the one that you would see at your average mobile station. Yeah, well, a tiny, little tinier. I mean, a little bigger, than, little that, bigger but, than that. But they were all worked up in a froth over it. And I granted, it's across plus, the street. Plus, it's see, right across from the school, so uh, elementary school. And I looked at that no different than the liquor store that's one step further and the gas station that used to be there with cigarettes and everything else. So, you know, big deal. Now they're going to have a car wash. Maybe they can, some of those kids could take a bath and go through there. I don't know. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, I, I, but, you know, it's... On one it's hand, cool. it's great that he's involved in this community. Uh, sometimes it seems almost knee-jerk. Because I know we had Mr. Big Box Walmart uh, Walmart move into our neighborhood. I'm not a big fan of Walmart, but I wasn't necessarily against Walmart coming in. I was against this location, similar to you at the gas station. Partly because there's only one light to turn in there. We were down there today at the KFC right next to it. One way, one way you can go in is by driving through someone else's parking lot, the uh, In and Out Burger, which never has a short drive-through line. Yeah, I never noticed that. I, I, yeah, we've we had to drive through there. We, we, we? we got to go in and out sometimes. And there's one light to get in and out. So for me, it was a location thing. Now the city next door didn't want it either because it's on a small arterial road, not a major one. So it's got you got it on beach and a smaller arterial road. So Fountain Valley was upset too because it changes a small little road into a much busier road for people who have to get to Walmart. Then there's always a contingency that don't want the campers there because for some reason the uh, the Caesar uh, seasoned citizens 
well, Walmart Walmart has an open a general policy among all their stores that if someone wants to, if they have an overnight camper, uh, that yeah, they can they can the let them stay in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And of they, course, they don't you know, that. just like your assumption that affordable housing will be slums, we assume that. Anybody who stays overnight in their campers are probably loser homeless people that have no place to go, so they're parked in the, the parking lot. So, All right. All right. Dwight, like, pardon me for interrupting your rant here, but you still haven't answered the question. I was answering my question. No, you're, you're ranting. Your you're ranting. Here's the thing. You, I asked the very same question to Greg when we were talking about it tonight. So you want me to let me answer my question? No, I'm not going to let you answer because you're Stupid ranting again. Off. I asked the very same question. It's like, okay, we're interested, but why? You know, I don't know if this would really be a good show thing. And Greg made a comment about, yeah, he's there, there's all this stuff going on, and there's a lot of misinformation going on in a lot of these forums and everything, and a lot of these people are on the outside. So it just became kind of the idea of, well, there are a lot of Disney fans that are getting information in bits and pieces, but they're not necessarily getting a lot, you know, what the facts of the matter are. And that's what we're kind of hoping to do tonight is just get the facts of the matter and put the cards on the table on what they Okay, are. so then let's let's bullet point the facts for the people who have stuck with us for the hour so far, okay? But that's not my point. My point was that I got into it only because Richard seemed to be so enthusiastically against something that I thought he had limited knowledge on, which was the building side of it. Okay, so... Drove so the piece of property... That's why you're into it, but why should the fans be interested? See, this is what I'm saying. He's ranting about why he got involved. Well, you, he asked why I would and why no, I he asked why. No, 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 no. I asked why the regular casual Disney fan would be, would care. That's what I said, because some people just assume anything that's involved in the Disney bubble, if you will, you know... Is good. Is good, is good or awesome. Disney should be right, or we should allow them to do anything they want because there wouldn't be an Anaheim without Disney... Blah 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 blah. No, there's a, All right, well that's a that's a chicken and egg scenario that that we don't. There was a man uh, hundred years before there was a Disney, so so good yeah. point, Richard. Uh, but would it be this big today? No, and since probably since not. Greg ran it on for five or ten minutes on why he got involved, and I'll mention the reason why I kind of got a little upset on it was at the same time I'm reading. You know, I'm also an aviation enthusiast, and I uh, am a member of AOPA. And I've been reading. Well, for those who don't know acronyms, what does that stand for? Uh, Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Very good. Thank you. And uh, there's been a number of series of articles, especially in California, about developers that have been going into areas that are. Oh no! Wait a second! Wait a second! That and, and taking areas. And of you airports. were talking over me. You're going to let me go on this one. Well, no, no, because I know what he's going to do. Come one, on, one of them, one of them. I'll the go into this argument we've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. One of them was named. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you, Mike? Yeah, I know exactly where you're going. Come one, on, one of them, one of the one of the developers that's in question that's having it has a lot of controversy down in San Diego County is named Sunroad Enterprises, and I thought. That was the same as Sun Cal. I thought it was the same company. So well, you it assumed just, again, didn't you? I didn't assume. They were very closely named <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Not even close. Sun. They both start with Sun. What do you oh want me to God. talk about? Well, if you, th- if anyways, you word everything or take everything after three letters. Anyways, and word. so. Well, not. I mean, that kind of refers That's to four. it. Right it's a four letter word, by the way. <laughs> Don't get it wrong. Use it with respect. Um, so that that's where. Uh, you know, I started getting a little happy. Then when I started going into a lot, of, a lot more of the research of it, it, it you know, like Greg said, it is in the it's within the general uh, general plan of the city that it's allowed. But my point on it is, you know, my dog can lick himself, but just because he can doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean, mean he should. 
And to be quite Try honest, it, you might like it. it. <laughs> to be honest, it satisfies him and only him and nobody else. Oh Everybody else thinks it's kind of revolting. Yeah, and... I've been to a new load. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of the thing. Yeah, is just because they can build it, I don't think they necessarily should build it. I, I think there's a lot of other places that are more suitable, and I think the two other areas that unfortunately Disney has decided to go against, which is uh, north side of Ball Road and south of Orangewood down Long Harbor, which would be perfect places, in my opinion, of putting in, uh, additional housing in them. And Disney has now gone against those projects. Uh, I think that that was a okay. mistake on there. So. If I had to guess, all right, so we're talking about three parcels of land right now. The one that's in the extreme far eastern section of the resort district, because I'm, again, looking at the land use element of the general plan. There's a Disneyland Resort-specific plan area and an Anaheim Resort-specific plan area. And the parcel with the mobile homes on it is in the Anaheim Resort-specific plan area out on the eastern edges of it. They could probably care less about that. They could probably care less about the southern you know, border of the city. What they really don't want to see is high-density housing on the corner of Ball and Harbor. Uh, be Ball I, and a Haster. I thought it was Harbor that no, that old that old that's, RV that, park that's there. That's different. That's one that oh, the, Disney oh, is re- That's the one Disney's reversing their stance on that they didn't oppose until the SunCal thing came up, and now they reversed their position, which is political okay. at best. Because if they don't oppose that within the resort district, how can they? Sure, sure. Report at, oppose the other one farther away. The, the one I'm opposed to yeah. is the one at Haster and Catella. That's the yes. The one at Ball and Harbor. I think well, they should build the that. one at Haster and Catella is the one that all the initiatives got started over. Right. Okay. So is Disney really don't want to? Okay, they don't want to change. They don't want the general plan change to allow this de- development but, to happen but, but because right. a they didn't the, they didn't think of it first. The general because plan they want to develop it there. You got to word that right. The general plan already allows for it. Sure. Okay. The general plan allows for it. Why is Disney having a heart attack over it? Because they want to develop it? They don't want somebody else? Why do they care? Two reasons. They potentially want to develop it and, well, what, what one of the words was, I don't know that for as a fact. I was just reading that in one of the articles. They potentially, but they don't want it right at, touching their, across the street from their property. So What? Right across Walnut is the worst slum in freaking Anaheim. And that's part of the reason. The, they maybe the back, maybe the all back of Orange <laughs> County right there. Okay, seriously. You just, do you ever see an, an Anaheim Police Department uh, car go in there without a backup? No, they Hell have no. two or three backups with them. And that and that's and that's kind of the point is Disney doesn't you know, that you know, like Greg says, that didn't start out as a slum, but it's no, being no, built no. right into I the area. I never said that. You said no that. building, no no complex is built with the intention of it being a slum. But that was built right by the way, Section eight housing. <laughs> was that that was not intended to be a slum. That was intended <laughs> for to be a help. Just a for affordable housing, get people on their feet. As Homie the Clown says, <laughs> Compton Carlotta enter Section 8 housing. Okay. Unfortunately, see, there's but, the difference. That's, that's that the was one huge development, all is affordable, right? Versus what? Uh, the, walnut, the walnut complex there behind I, the hotel? It's actually was, it's well, called it's a called project. Jeffrey Lynn. It's called Jeffrey Lynn because the two major. But uh, when you have a thing like there. they did a lot in Compton and some of the cities. Where it's an entire it's an entire project. It's not unlike taking the engines and move them to their own piece of property. They didn't like this project is going to mix 
affordable with regular and to try to not have a stigma of just all affordable it's mixed up no one knows you know it's i think part of the idea is you don't know if one's affordable or not it's none of your business it's a nice development it's within walking distance of the resort it's all those things that you know the city says they want if you keep putting housing further and further away the ability to get off or get out of the car and walk and bike which is everybody's push in the green world yeah, the, today uh, the livable communities yeah yeah you can't do that if you got to go somewhere else I, I okay i'm just you know as someone who who's you know, a disney fan who goes to disneyland i don't understand why disney company gives a crap about a chunk of acreage at the corner of Haster and Catella. Yeah, that's kind of great spot too. Well, yeah, I they're I think they're the big guy in the block who wants to run the 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 district. And and, and they're not running the they have their own sub subsects. They have the Disneyland Resort specific district. Here's what I say. If Disney wants it so bad or doesn't want to develop, why don't they go buy it? No shit. Because <laughs> I have, you know, I have finally found a map. Oh, good. That that highlights the the there's a Disneyland the resort map? district. Where's the map? Okay, it's a it's the land use PDF that you can find from the City of Anaheim general plan. So if you go to that general plan website that Greg already talked about, click on the land use uh, table of contents there. It'll open up a PDF, and on page 19 out of 57. You can zoom in, in and you can see you can see the Disneyland Resort that's pink, and then the Anaheim Resort that's also part of that that's bigger in blue. Yep. And you know, so so Disneyland has their they have their their chunk panties of yard a, to play with. They got their panties in a wad over, you know. And, and Richard finally did admit to me today. He says, "Yeah, you know, it it is kind of this out of the way parcel that, you know, how much could it really affect?" what they have there. In fact, you know, if they put, because part of it is supposed to be high-rise, if they put the high-rise towards the street so it looks like a hotel, you know, what they're trying to do, I think, is doesn't look like they have housing right in the middle of the resort district. I can kind of understand that. Uh, you know what they're doing a lot out in the desert, in Indio area, is they're doing um, uh, what they call condo hotels, you actually, you as an individual, own that as a condo, can go use it anytime you want. Or, But when you're not there, it can be leased out as a hotel room. They, they talk about that, and in in, if you go a couple more pages in, there's some notes on this area that talk about that kind of the mix, the accessory use or something like that. Okay, so there's a, they talk about... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay, I was going to say that if you look up Park, P-A-R-C, Anaheim developer, completely perplexed by Disney opposition, okay, that... If you look up Park, you'll find out they are the ones who have the piece that you were talking about earlier, the old RV park at Ball and Harbor. Um, they planned, they said a more glamorous project was envisioned for the 12-acre West Ball Road location, 449-home project close to Disneyland Resort. The homes were to be centered around two 10-story towers. Um, as a as a part of the fallout from the Walt Disney Company's battle with the city of Anaheim and other developers over proposed housing projects in the Anaheim Resort District, Urban West is now going with a defensive strategy for the time being, which mainly is back to running an RV park until all this stuff can be thought through. And then the Renaissance Pacific Properties, which is the one that was supposed to be down there by Chapman uh, and Harbor, 
which was a really nice-looking nice building. Looking, that's nice looking. Uh, it's a hotel, spa, and residential mixed-use development. 275 luxury hotel rooms, 250 residential uh, condominiums, 3,500 or 35,000 square feet of meeting rooms and banquet facilities, and 20,000 square feet of spa. Disney is also uh, resisting that. So then then the big question is, do Anaheim residents want to subsidize more hotels? Well, the Save Our Anaheim Resort talks about how uh, the resort district is like 10% of the space of the city and generates 50% of their tax revenue. Those numbers are being disputed, but we'll go with those for now. So let's say they do account for 50% of all that. That's a lot of that's a lot of rigging money. Okay, and then again, <laughs> uh, let me see what this is. Um, get well, to because there was one that you're yeah, there's really something that people do that Disney requires a certain amount of let's call it police protection for you know and fire protection. And do they pay yeah. extra for that? Actually, yes, they do. And I thought I'm I read sure they something do. they did, but is it? Are they paying enough for it? Are they? Is it? Is it this? What do you call it? Um, disproportionate to what the heck was that? Richard's cell phone. Is it disproportionate to the amount of taxes they're paying for it, or however they're paying for it? Um, Dude, I'm sure. I'm sure the Disney company is paying money friggin' for all kinds of shit to Anaheim. I. I, I all right, I can see. All right, I'm looking at this little parcel, and it's it's the southwest corner, right, of Haster and Catella. Uh, yeah. Well, if you went on Google Maps, bird's okay. eye view, you would. All right, find- hang on a second, Greg. Greg. Yeah. It's you're cutting out. Is somebody surfing the web over there or something or what? Oh well, who knows in the other room, but not in here. Uh, all right. So Google Maps. Now while you're doing that, I'll I'll. I found this other one about, you know, do Anaheim residents want to subsidize more hotels, which is on the ocblog.net. Um, That's the Los Angeles Times. Who can believe the Los Angeles Times? I don't, uh, wait, the ocblog.net is the Los Angeles uh, Times? No, no, no. They're, they're referring to articles, and I would agree with you. Who can trust the Los Angeles yeah. Times? Uh, well, you, could, you could trust them for a nice left-leaning slant. Yeah. <laughs> What are you talking about? They're they're the news. They don't do stuff like that. They're totally down the middle. L.A. Times. It stands for lying. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> it stands for what? <laughs> Go ahead. It's uh, you know it's funny. It says now to listen to the Disney soar people opposing this project as well as Park Anaheim and Sun Cal's Platinum Point. You think the resort district was dying for more hotel rooms? Not only that, but the financial future of Anaheim depends upon building a hotel on the Sun Cal Option property. That is kind of an interesting point. It's they're almost making it sound doom and gloom if they don't get that yeah. that one hotel and that one small piece of property uh, is all going under. It says, but above you have someone actually trying to build a hotel condo project, and he's having to scale back the hotel portion of the project to make it pencil out. Pencil out meaning if it's worth the money to build based on getting. I return. understand. Okay, that. good. Um, Did you appara- understand that, Mike? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Just making sure. Uh, see, it's, it's talking about Disney is now officially opposed to this Harbor Boulevard project. Less than 10 months ago, wait, less than 10 months, wait, less than 10 months than a year. Who wrote this stuff? My point exactly. Yeah, but no, this is from the blog, so it could be any Tom, Dick, or Harry. 
Um, basically, they're saying 10 months ago, Disney supported it. But now they're turning around uh, and they see Disney spokesman told the council, the developments of which the speaker before me spoke of, who talks like this, is one as an example where you have a quality resort component component on top, and on top you have a residential component. Our position has traditionally been against residential developments within the resort district, but we need to look at each development and base it on its merits. And within the plan and the overlays that staff, the staff's presenting, we think presents a quality product that we would support, especially in the outlining areas of the resort district. Oh, well, what consistency, what's consistency matter when you have a resort district to control? And I have to say, I, I kind of, again, we're highlighting some stuff that you really need to um, uh, read a lot of this stuff because there is so much information here. But I'm blaming... And, I, and, I, and I'll say, you have to, when you're going through, you've got to filter the information too because depending on who you get... And like I said, there's there's third, fourth, and fifth parties involved now. It's not just Disney. It's not just SunCal. It's not just the city of Anaheim. There's all these other people that have suddenly got involved. They all also have all their own uh, agendas that they're trying to take care of. So, and I'm not talking about developers. I'm talking about there's a whole lot of uh, grass, quote unquote, grassroots. Well, yeah, this one guy in the colony was saying, hey, you know, SunCal's going to build this. They just want to make money and run. Well, let's see. What does Disney want to do? Make well, money. Make money and make stay money there. Stay there I that's guess. the point of a business to make, make money. money. If a yeah. hotel goes there, they're going to make money, and that hotel might be operated by someone <gasps> not in Anaheim. The Hilton, for example, is not based in Anaheim. No. Uh, you know, the Holiday Inn is not based in Anaheim. I don't know if there's a hotel chain actually based in Anaheim except for a mom and pop one. Well, I was going to say the mom and pop well, one, the No Tell Motel down but the street. No. But no, Candy no, no tell motel. Actually, no. Candy cane's operate. Candy cane's operated by a company uh, back uh, in the Midwest somewhere. My point is, no, no tell motel is going on that property. Right. The, the point is not to have that kind of no tell motel. You've already said the was it the Aladdin and some of those other little podunk ones around there. You guys would like to see go. We like to see go, but unfortunately, they're taking care of things around there. And where I get really right. excited though okay, is so- when the colony people and some of these other folk. Bitch and moan about this little tiny corner that's just a hop, skip, and a jump over the freeway from the Platinum Triangle. And I'm like, where were you guys when that development plan was going on? Because the the um, school district, one of the guys went to the council meeting encouraging to make sure that they left enough open space so they have a school. They have to pay some fees for schools. There's no school being planned in there. And you know how many freaking people they're going to dump into the Platinum Triangle? Lots and lots and lots. You know what the developer said in turn? Because, you know, developers can be rat bastards at times. I, I, I mean, they, they can be as dirty as any dirty businessman, I think. But they're like, oh, we're not really marketing to the family. So the, you know, the plan <laughs> triangle, if you're going to look at... They're marketing to okay. the three guys that have... Uh, 13 developments <laughs> are underway in the Platinum Triangle, which Anaheim is trying to turn into Orange County's future downtown with homes, shops, entertainment, and restaurants. About 7,300 homes, including condos and high-rises, are planned. The largest project, Lennar's A-Town, is set to officially break ground Tuesday. And this was, I'm not sure when this thing... Okay, but here's what I'm getting at. Do you know what kind of impact that is going to make on the city? And Disney's... A, a, a much bigger impact than this yeah, little hunk of land at Capel and Aspen. Or maybe I should say they've got their G-string a little too tight. 
what is a big freaking deal? I mean, everybody was asleep with the triangle, okay, but and now this one tiny little project, they're just having a kind of my point is, you got the triangle being built just the other side of the freeway. Why not, not affordable? The other side which of the freeway is not affordable. <laughs> Make some affordable. Specifically, which the, we're talking, we're talking about the mobile, the two mobile home parks here on the southwest oh, corner. Yeah, I mean, the southeast corner. There's a little it's tiny a sliver, sliver one if you see it on Manchester. <laughs> but yes, okay. Mobile home. So let's talk about that. What about the three little no-tell motels there that are on no. the other corner? What about the satellite strip center in the gas station? Is that staying? No, that's part of the platinum point area. That's part of the mobile So those, home. those are going those to? Those are going to be going okay. with it. It's my understanding. i, I got to say I it. thought those were staying. Well, so. No, my understanding is it goes with it. Uh, what no... no but there's already a big old fancy ass hotel right here with a semi-Mickey-shaped pool. There's, there's a, on Manchester, there's a Holiday Inn. And then there's uh, another one that's a Holiday Inn subsidiary. I can't, re- I can't remember. It's, it's Holiday Inn Express right on Manchester. I drove by it the other day because I missed on ramp. Is it Express? I yeah. thought it was regular Holiday No, it's nice. There's no, I tell you, there's not much yeah. difference between Express and non Express. It's mostly the sign. And the there's also. Oh. And then if you look at the land use, you know, this is there's a hotel circle right here anyway. North of Catella is all supposed to be hotel. Is this a fire Over, station? Yeah, there's a fire station over on Friedman Way and uh, Clem- Clementine. It's Clementine, yeah, yeah. And that was not about to be moved. There's a whole story. Oh, yeah, that well, one. that's brand new. That used to be yeah. on oh, Manchester be on, right by the freeway. Right, yeah, by the they freeway, Manchester, they moved it. They just finished yeah. building it, and Caltrans says, oh, by the way, we need to put the freeway yeah, there. Yeah, this one's nicer anyways. Oh, Plus, they're going to have the, that large mall and the old Melody Land site. Yeah, the old Melody Land site. It's the large mall, and there's supposed to be a hotel element to that one as well. I mean... Could blame you know at the residence in right blame here. Disney for tearing a hotel down. I mean, you still got the Cowboy Boogie here, or whatever the heck that's called the now. Grand hotel. Uh, the Cowboy Boogie is called an empty vacant lot now. Yeah. The building's still there, but nobody uses it. Yeah, there is plenty of room for uh, hotels. I don't think there's any shortage of hotel room there. No, I, I would agree. There's no shortage of yeah, hotel yeah. room around. Plus, there. you know, you can go much higher. I mean. Obviously, they're planning high-rises all around this place. Go higher. Though Disney would probably argue they don't want them to go too high because they can see down into the back of the magic, which is pretty ugly sometimes. Yeah. Nobody wants to see the ass in the magic. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, somebody... And the old Odetics Odetics factory is still uh, standing, and it's empty. It's an immigration station The Ampex? No, the old Odetics. Along the freeway. No, the Odetics. Well, Ampex used to be over there too. I think that's the old Ampex. Well, building. I think Ampex is over there too, but there's an immigration play. There's oh. a big sign here. Well, immigration you, you need that here. right to a resort community that needs a bunch of workers. Um, sure. But, and there's a crap load of parking lots that are. If a building was too high, you could see Mickey without his head on in the backstage area. You wouldn't want that. Oh, out. yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Sure. All right, man. So. <sighs> Have we beat I this to the ground yet, or you guys want to? Well, here's the thing, Mike. <laughs> the whole purpose was let's get some of the facts on the table. Let's get a lot of the, cra- the crap that's <laughs> Did going. Did we do any facts in all this? No, I think we spat <laughs> a lot of facts. Yeah, we read from the freaking plan. How much yeah, more fact do you need than that? My backup always is the plan says you can do it. What's the bitch? And and I think you know just get rid of a lot of the stuff that people are put, now putting out on a lot of the. Uh, uh, forums about this, that, with which without any information except what they've been told on something, and it's all fourth and fifth well, yeah. hand information. So if you want to get down to, you know, there's a general, then there's a specific. We've already talked about. That. 
Let's just get into the specific because there was some talk that in the specific plan it didn't allow for it. But on U19 on the land use on element, there's a chart, LU-19. What page? There's a chart, the chart called table LU-4, oh, yeah. general plan density provisions for specific. You go down to the yes. Anaheim Resort specific. I love SP-92-1. Yes. I love it. it it's even um, registered, registered trademark. Yes. trademark. Uh, or, or even the Disneyland Resort. Yeah. Oh, no, forget that. Just go to the Anaheim specific. See note. Anaheim Resort. See note. Well, next page. Two. Two, yes. I've read that, and it talks specifically about yeah, mobile, home parks. mobile home parks. Mobile home parks, which No, it talks yeah. about how relocation. It, it talks for planning for relocation of mobile home parks, and it's almost like you know exactly what but mobile home parks are talking at, about. No, two, wholly residential uses on designated properties that meet the affordability requirements of the Anaheim Resort Quality Overlay. Yes. Now, that's something I have not looked up, is what the Anaheim Resort Residential Overlay is and what that affordability requirement is. But it's usually a thing to get higher density as long as you allow certain, you know, uh, uh, incomes to get in there and all that. It's the accessory usage that you were talking about. Uh, density designations uh, based upon motel development. Now, 20% of each hotel motel project gross square footage excluding to be developed with integrated, i.e. included with the main hotel complex accessory uses. These accessory uses will reduce the otherwise maximum permitted hotel density at the rate of hey, hotel, you, blah, you blah, know, blah. And it, talk, and, and it further identifies accessory uses as something you can Mike, own. I think at this point yeah. in the show, uh, we're going to have somebody else complaining that we caused their dishwasher to flood because they've fallen asleep on the show. I, I think we could think we'll it here. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think there's some more, some, uh, no. somewhat interest in general because even you go out to Florida and you see what Stuff's going to build and gets creeper creeping closer and closer to Florida. And you're, creepier and creepier. Yes, creepier and creepier. Well, yeah, around Orlando, yes. Um, you're going to start to see some stuff in Florida that I think you're going to start to see Disney bitch and moan about uh, as civilization gets closer and closer sometimes in the resort. But, again, I think they're causing some of their own problems by what what they're building in the or by selling selling chunks here and there. No, I know. I don't know. I think people next time people go, they might act, to Disneyland. They might actually be inclined to drive there to see what the big hubbub's about. I mean, yeah. we drove by it. You know, Richard was telling yeah. me that the, what's that? Maybe. Is it Orangewood? He, Richard was insisting that all of Orangewood was condos except for the corner. Well, we no, drove that's down not, that's it. Not what I, was said. That, I said I said Orangewood was timeshare. Uh, timeshare, and we found that there was. One, one timeshare, time not, not the whole now, street. They're now, all apartments. In my, into my defense, I was told that one of the other complexes had already been switched to timeshare. It still looks like it's apartments. So his, his point was, they don't, um, or I should say, my point was, hey, there's already residential backing right up to their property of the strawberry farms. Oh no, they're not. They're all timeshares now. Really? Let's go look. Well, so, Dolphin, Dolphin you know, was converted to timeshares, and I was told the place next door was, but uh, it doesn't look like I, it has been. I would hope they wouldn't do that because it's a dump. But you know, place well, next door to <laughs> wasn't that bad. As you right. go further down, it was getting considerable. Yeah, well, that whole Haster. Well, I gotta say, is, I gotta so. say that whole neighborhood. It used to, it used to be bad, but even that's kind of gotten a little nicer, nicer than I remember it being about 10, 15 years ago when I had to drive by it every day. Yeah, it's okay. I I wouldn't live there, but no. Anyways. All right, so we want to wrap yeah, this up then. Just... Excellent idea. Yes. We wouldn't want Brian to how, how you know, die of going? a cardiac arrest. Uh, 
I have oh, approximately have, 90 minutes. 20 minutes to say how Harry Potter won't impact Walt Disney World. It won't. It, the question about Harry Potter <sighs> and their building over in Florida won't have a thing to do with it. People will go see Harry Potter in, at Universal. People will still go to Florida. It won't change a thing. Well, and based on I Universal's so. track record of actually doing a themed attraction, I don't know if we have a lot to worry about. Because Universal, and I, I was ranting about this, because if you didn't know, Back to the Future in California is closing in, in, in like, uh, a few days. I want to say more September 3rd or 7th. Power or something. Be, well, that's another month to go. Oh, I'm that's sorry. You're right, because we're just sitting into August. And I'm like, big whoop. Yeah, it was an okay ride. Star Trek in at the Hilton is much better. Uh, Star Tours yeah. is much better. That thing shook you. You can see all the other cars. Um, it's, I love it gave this. me a headache. Yeah, every I, time I went. I on love that Back thing. to the Future, but again, Universal always falls short. Jurassic Park is like half a ride. You go up, you come There's down. There's barely a story. They throw a few dinosaurs, and they make the, they make the always the reference to Michael Eisner in there somewhere. You don't have to have yeah. the Mickey ears floating around with Michael's name on them. But I, I will say that's our experience from Universal Hollywood here in California. I have not is, been to the Florida, which parks. is on a working. I mean, it was originally a movie lot. That Understand. They just Universal Florida built. Universal Still works Florida somewhat. Was built specifically as a park. Correct, correct. And, and, and I, I will, I will give them the benefit of doubt that they do a lot better. Well, on their Island of Adventures, there. I understand, is more of just a uh, Magic Mountain thrill ride area. Yeah. Though there's some somewhat of a theme, if you can call painting the ride blue and calling it Superman. You know, there's a theme. I'm just Pur- gener- green and purple and calling it the Hulk. I know. Yeah, you know, like Magic Tragic Mountain does. Um, but you look at some of the stuff that they have done in Universal Hollywood when they say, oh, we've got these themed streets. Again, for somebody who knows how to make movies and, and illusion, they don't do a very good job of it. Well, I would say they do an excellent job at it if you were filming it. But having <laughs> yeah. to walk down the street yeah. and look at it, it looks a lot different. Yeah, yeah. And That's different. No, granted, very different thing. this was my same comparison when, I went to the, when the Hilton built that theme park and they were hiring a lot of Disney people away. Remember that? At the Hilton. The, Hilton. the theme park is not there the- anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, MGM Grant. M- 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 and I M- watched M- through it. M- and M- like, M- this is missing. Went, went up there with another security guy. We're walking around going, what is this missing? Something is missing here. And then it hit me. This is like the Roaring Twenties area in Knott's. Which was the same people, I think. Then. No depth. Yeah. Okay, there's some theme there, but there's no depth. You know, what... What You take things for, uh, uh, for granted at Disney because it's there. But when it's not there, you're like, something's missing. But you don't necessarily notice it's there at Disneyland. But when you don't have it, it's the extra items, extra crates sitting around, the, the, maybe the little graffiti or the, the name written on a door. That's the depth of the theming that you didn't have in that theme park and Knott's didn't have in their Roaring Twenties area. If you want to see Disneyland without depth, what was that one? Nara... Oh, Dreamland. That's Nara Disneyland. Dreamland, yeah. No oh depth. My God. Now you'll get an idea of what the difference between yeah. Disneyland as it is. So now I hope, <laughs> hopefully, they'll do that area well because I'd like I, I could go see the Harry Potter area. I think it might be kind of cool, but if it's going to be like I've seen them do in the past, half-ass attractions. That you know, I saw an article when um, uh, ET opened, better than Peter Pan, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself, yeah. Okay, well, for one person, I'm thinking, <laughs> would I really use Peter Pan as a benchmark as an attraction to say better than? 
Well, it hangs from a monorail system. Yeah, hey. But you know what the fun part of that was? Was you know? Did you ever ride it? Yes, I did. Okay. You know how you had to put your name in there so it would say your name at the end of the ride? Yeah. Just try to screw them up with some weird, unpronounceable <laughs> names. It was always funny to hear that at the end. But you know, it was like going. But th- I loved it when you walked through. When you went through the attraction, it was like it was all, all themed. Well, you had these nice little cutouts that you were going through, but you're looking up at the. Uh, false panel ceiling with the spotlight showing. Well, you're not supposed to look up, dork. But you the do action that, is down. But you do that over in Peter Pan, and you see darkness. You That's see true. stars. It's, Go walking it through the for, yeah, walking through the forest at first was kind of cool, but the acid trip homeland of ET was just bizarre for me. Well, you know, I've never seen this attraction. Now it's, I think, it's, it's the mummy, the, the mummy roller coaster. Roller coaster. Which, but I had I had never seen it anyway. I mean, last oh, time I went was ninety three. So sneak on the lot, I remember. <laughs> no, I was not trying to sneak on. So the let's lot. hope they do a better job um, than they have with some of their. And it's true, I haven't seen Universal Florida when it first came out. All the 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 uh, industry rags were saying it was the best designed theme park to that date, which and, yeah. I've never seen, so I can't make that judgment. But I've heard. Ah, it's okay, but but those that are going to go see, you know, and we've talked about it. Majority of people that go to to Walt Disney World are coming from long ways. They're going to go see Walt Disney World. They're going to still go see Harry Potter, and they're still going to go see Universal. But it's not going to take anything away from Walt Disney World. And that's just for the question that was given to us by the person that we promised we weren't going to mention Nazi John on this show because we always keep mentioning that model yeah, I mean, one. But he, I don't he think comes up with some good questions. I don't think it. it's going to draw large amounts of people from Disney any more than we've had stuff here in Orange County. Oh my God, how does how does Disney going to survive with that guy coming in the back door? Eh, it doesn't make. Yeah. Well, they said the same thing when when uh, Magic Mountain was first built, and it didn't change a thing. You, you know, know the, a lot of people. Well, one park did. Pacific Ocean Park actually was beating Disneyland's butt before it closed. Pacific Ocean Park? Yeah. In Santa Monica? Yes. I looked at some of the stats and found some interesting interesting information. I did it in one of my shows, but I know you don't listen to them, so that's okay. No, I don't but like to listen. Pacific Ocean... Thank you. Yeah, don't bother. Pacific Ocean Park was kicking Disneyland's ass there What was the name of that show? That's Imagineering My Way. We knew we had to put that little horse yeah. out of there. Huh, yeah, yeah, nice okay. prompt there, Richard. But... But look at Disneyland. Disneyland <laughs> yeah, endured. Bucks. Pacific Ocean Park did not, for whatever reason. But wasn't Pacific Ocean Park built prior to Disneyland, no, too? No, it was built after. No. Yes. When was it built? It was built in response to Disneyland. So Pacific specifically Park, down at Santa Monica Beer. Not, no, no, not the one that's still open. Not the P-O-P. one you're thinking of now. The one that um, closed. P.O.P. was the Pacific Palisades, wasn't it? Oh God! Now I gotta fire now, up the freaking. Let's go this onto another Google. show. Let's, let's just do it and go tonight. All right. For those fine. that want to look it up, you can look it up good. yourself. Pacific Ocean Park. But let's do the housekeeping. Let's go. Pacific on. Ocean Park was a 28-acre nautical right. theme amusement park built on a pier at Santa Monica, which was intended. There it is. Which uh, blah 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 was intended to compete with Disneyland. Pop, as it was soon nicknamed, it opened was in July joint- of 1958 with an attendance figure of 20,000. The next day, the park was 37,000. P.O.P. Which handily outperformed Disneyland's attendance figures for the same day. Admission was 90 cents, which is 40 cents more than what Disney was at the time. They were pay-as-you-go attraction. Or wait, it was also a clever acronym for pay one price, though other rides and attractions were on a pay-as-you-go basis. Like Disneyland Pacific Ocean Park. 
found corporate sponsors to share expenses of some of the exhibits. Six of the pier's original attractions were incorporated into the new park. The Sea Serpent roller coaster, the antique Loof carousel, the Toonerville Fun House, and the Glass House. But I, blah, I, blah, 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 I blah. will put the asterisk onto that, that in 1958 when that opened, there was a heck of a lot more people living in Santa Monica that could get there a lot easier than they could get down to... Yeah, and they were living in Anaheim, yeah, that's right. You can... Partly the reason Walt went to Florida was they weren't getting very many people east of the Rockies. Well, but they were getting a lot of people that were coming down. I mean, still to this day, the majority of the people that come visit Disneyland live within 100 miles of it. Yes. By far. Yeah, which would include Santa Monica. So we'll... We'll put that. Uh, <laughs> we'll put that. Yeah, there's there. no denying that. There's and, absolutely no denying that. We get far and, more Asian in honor tourists. Of the uh, Dodger and Giants does. game going on tonight with Who the possibilities. We'll put an asterisk in there. I hope like they walk that jerk. <laughs> I hope well, they punk them. No, the uh, the <laughs> there is no planned celebration from the league when he breaks the record. Anyway, yeah, well, sure, punk. All right. All right, so Rich, Richard at MiceCast.com, Greg at MiceCast.com, Mike at MiceCast.com. At MiceCast.com. <laughs> that would go to you, Richard. Oh, actually, Mike, can you set that for us, please? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah you It'll be a simple forwarder. <laughs> All right. Because I'm Anything else? I'm considered a dick. That's fine. No, you were you were complaining about me. Oh, One of my favorite presidents, Dick Nixon. I'm Dick Nunes. Please. Look at all these great dicks in the world. <laughs> I'm surrounded by dicks. You look like a shell. You look like a dick. What's your name, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> major, major asshole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna say good night. I hope you had a good and healthy exercise. Tonight. Yeah, he probably just ran over a rock <laughs> and tripped on that one. Good night. Good night. <laughs>